glory. This morning's message is um, probably just from the, my viewpoint, or a pastor's viewpoint, is one that's a little different. It's wrapped around a song, a song that's been ministering to me for years, but has come back around in the last couple months and has, again, uh, just hasn't lost its touch. It's been ministering to me uh, for the last couple months, and this month is makes like, I think it's like 36 years that I've been uh, blessed to serve the Lord, and God finally pulled me out of the muck and mire, and I paid attention some 36 years ago. And, and so as I kept listening to this song, I'm thinking, man, this song says everything that I can think about in those past 36 years. All the various things that I've gone through, all the various things I've caused, and all the various uh, failures and difficulties and mistakes and just uh, being a Christian, what it seems to, to happen to somebody. And, and so it's kind of wrapped up in this message, if I can bring it properly. I'm, I'm trusting the Spirit of God because I believe people here this morning uh, need to be encouraged by this, this, this message. God is no respecter of persons. You will have trials. You will have difficulties. You will have valleys that are so deep that you think they're bottomless pits. But through it all, you will say, he's been faithful to me. He has been faithful to me. If you have the courage and the guts to place your life in the hands of Almighty God and under the umbrella of the obedience of the Word of God, no matter when your life comes winding down, you will be able to say, he's been faithful to me. Yes. As I go through this message, I'll probably use a, a phrase or two or three or four from this song to try to make this point. Psalms 37:23 says this, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way, though he fall. I'm not saying I have never fallen. I'm not saying it's been a, a breeze. I've just surfed my way all the way. No, absolutely not. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. You will fall, you will stumble, you will fail, you will doubt, you will deny, but let me tell you something, I have never found him not faithful to me. He is faithful, absolutely faithful, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing right now, no matter how many big giants are screaming in your ears or in your mind, God is faithful, he is faithful. You trust God and you live for God. I'm not talking about trusting religion. I'm not talking about trusting this church or trusting this pastor. I'm talking about trusting Almighty God in His Word, the Word of God. The definition of that word fall is to be cast down. It also means to fail, to throw down, to knock out. There are times in my life, I swear, at times I have felt the enemy of my soul over top of me, straddling, going, eight, nine, ten, you're out, and laugh and hiss at me. But God has still been faithful to me when I had no strength, no ability, knocked out, blindsided, give up, fail. God comes and pours in the oil and the wine, ministers to me, wipes my blood sweat away, and stands me back upon the rock, because God is faithful to his people. No matter what you're going through, and if you're a folk and you're alive and you look like you are, most of you, and you're breathing, I hope you have problems. You have difficulties. 
Bible talks about our life is, uh, what's that scripture? Uh, Rod, help me out. Who's got the word in their head? Iron always causing sparks. Iron against iron causes sparks to go up. It's like the troubles of man all the time. They're constantly. Go start a fire. What's that fire? And as the sparks go up and the ashes go up, God says that's like our lives with trouble and uh, uh, problems and, and situations. It never just goes away. Do you understand? The problem you're in, God will deliver you. You will not die. You'll come through. You'll stay safe. And God will have another one for you. It's just the way it is. Life is. You'll have another problem. You solve that one. And you'll be able to look back some 36 years later and say, you know what? I have never found him not faithful. He's been faithful to me. Even when I'm not. I'm not. Micah 7, 8 says, rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arrive. I shall arrive. Oh, the enemy can laugh at you, sneer, call you all kind of names, failure, loser, God doesn't love you. But you can just tell him, look, I might be dying right now, but I'm not out. God will give me the strength to rise up again. Sometimes circumstances and situations pound you. You seem to be as powder. But God just speaks to that dust like he's done before. And up comes a man of God again or a woman of God again, trusting almighty God. And Micah said it perfectly in 7-8. He says, Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. In darkness, at times where I could not lift my own head, strength. After studying the Word of God many years, there are many times in my life I have felt hopeless and without power and without strength. And yet God, 36 years later, He's still carrying me through. He still has been faithful. Faithful to me. Things haven't worked out like I thought, like I planned, like I prayed. But God has still been faithful to me no matter what you're going through. No matter what you're facing. No matter if the enemy has straddled over you and went nine, ten, you're out. And counted you out. Done. Finished. Finute. Over. God will be faithful. He will absolutely be faithful. That word faithful simply means truth. God will be true. He's truth. We can introduce him. I can say, here he is. This is truth. He's not a little parcel, a little piece of pie of truth. He is truth. His name is truth. God will be true and truthful to you. It also means constant in affection. It's not like he likes you now and doesn't tomorrow, like we do each other. Me and you were pals, me and you were buddies. When you cross me, forget it. I'll write you off and never think about it. That's the way we are as humans. God will be true and constant in his affection or in his allegiance. God loves you even when and are unlovable because he is faithful. God is faithful. He has an allegiance. It means an allegiance to a person to whom one is bound by a vow. We know that God has said to you, I will never leave you. Even though every one of your senses are screaming, where God is not around, I'm alone, he's left me, those senses lie to you. God says, I will never live for sin. Your God is faithful, absolutely faithful. In this song, there's a part where she sings, in my moments of failure and fear. Had them? Ever feel? Feel just fear leap on you? Just jump on you like a dread all of a sudden. Usually when the, I don't know, usually when you get words from medical people and they say various things like, 
as a spot for a mass, for a tumor. You feel that fear and dread just strip you. And it's like in those moments of failure and fear, it seems like you can't muster up an ounce of faith to believe, full of doubt and weep and cry. Even in those moments, your God is faithful. He found you. You would think he would go, I have helped you over and over and over, and you just don't get it. And you think he would just write us off. But he still does. In those moments, God knows that you and I are but that. In those moments, in those trials, in those situations I have found myself in, when I have failed through the fear, various things at times that have been said in our lives by by doctors and your mind race takes it and just races and you have yourself in a in a, a, a wheelchair and you, you can't even function and all you've done really is walk out of the office it's like your faith is just been zapped right out of you take it and just shot right out and you have an, an ounce of belief in God he's still faithful in those moments he's absolutely faithful and in those moments <clears throat> in your life there's a purpose purpose Perfect time for you to acknowledge God and His good and His faith. Even though you have no proof that God's going to be wonderful, be something wonderful, no actual truth in front of you that your eyes can see and your ears can hear. When it's that moment by faith to trust and believe and acknowledge God, stand by faith that others may see, and you still fail. You let them down. Even when you know He's still faith. Absolutely faithful. You refuse to acknowledge God's goodness and His faithfulness to you. If you deny them, then you knew better. Then put on a spot, then place in a moment to witness, to recognize pressure was on. Whatever reason you fail, that's denying. Just like Peter, they're overwhelmed with grief and he failed again after walking three years with the Lord, after walking 36 years with Almighty God. Fear grips your heart for whatever reason. You freeze up and you fail in your life, your testimony, between family and friends. Or maybe the great fear of your life is that you failed God again. Again, God, after all these years, you can't understand why I keep failing to stand on the promises of God. Lord, to, to glorify your name in front of the heathens and the lost in my family. Christmas is coming. Another dinner to be able to maybe say, hey, can I pray? Can I pray before we eat? Can I give thanks? But maybe dad's there. He's not a believer or a mom or brothers or family or large. And then you just kind of fail again. In those moments of fear, every tear, I still find God faithful, absolutely faithful to me. When I've left a situation so low, so saddened because I didn't stand for God. And when I would turn to him to confess and to say, I'm sorry, he was there. I find him faithful. If you've failed God, if you've denied him, if you refused him in your life, all you've got to do is turn to God, and God will be faithful to you. Times when I have dared to question God, have you ever questioned God? Now, if you're saying no, I'd have a hard time believing that. I really would. I don't mean to question God. I try to understand the Word of God. I try to get it into my heart and take it for what it means, what it says. And then I see things or hear things. And questions come up in my heart. 
And I dare to kind of like question God. Because something's just not working out, Lord, like I thought it ought to. Like I prayed, Lord. Like I asked. And like I trusted you. And it just didn't seem to work out. And so I would maybe drift off at times into doubt and disappointment and, and discouragement with God and my Walk with God, suffered, and maybe wasn't so crisp and sharp walking for him again, just kind of lethargic and, and puzzled and confused and in, and in fear. And somehow, he's still faithful to me in that. When I have those moments of doubt and despair, when I think God is just nowhere around, and sometimes I don't even have the ability to pray. Have you ever been there? But when you turn to God, when all you can do is weep or cry, I still find God faithful to me. No matter what I've done, no matter what I do, no matter how many times I fail, and I don't want to fail. I don't want to fail God. I don't want to deny the Lord. I don't want to be filled with fear and torment instead of faith. Yet, I'm just a person. And through the years and situations and circumstances, they build up and pressures, kind of like Mount St. Helen. It's just building and building, and I seem to cave at times. And when I go back to God, he's there, faithful. He's faithful to me again. And after all the things that I've been through and all the years that I might still have and all the years that have gone past, that would be my testimony. I just want to tell you this morning, God is faithful. If you're young and have a brand new family, God will be faithful. Don't panic. The world's going to get worse. The news will get bad. You stay faithful to God. And God will stay faithful to you. Revelations 19.11 says this, And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. You have to understand that this is his names. These are names. We have so many names for God. He's called Faithful. Not one of us in this room can be called Faithful. We let each other down. Maybe not all the time, but we let each other down. In fact, we let ourselves down. Not one of us in this room can have that name, faithful and true. We all seem to fudge a little bit. We all seem to just stretch the truth sometime and think that's okay or call it a white lie. And so we can't have the name of faithful and true upon us. But God is he absolutely is, and so he can wear this name. I am faithful and true. Faithful, that word means can be relied on. God says, you can rely on me. When all else will run and flee and leave you alone, you can rely on me. When no one else has an answer, when you call the pastor and I say, I don't know what to do, we prayed and I don't know the answer, you can still rely on God. He will be found faithful to you. Faithful. He is to his people. <clears throat> now the part of this song, it says, When my strength was all gone, when my heart had no song. You ever been there? You just, you just wore out. Strength. Whether you caused it, whether other caused it isn't important. The idea is you just don't have any strength and you just don't feel or want or have any power to sing the praises of God. As awful as that sounds. I believe if you're truthful today, you'll say, yeah, that's me. I've been there. In fact, maybe some of you are there at this very moment. 
through outward circumstances that you didn't cause, or maybe things you did cause. Dumb decision you made, and now the garden grew, and you're reaping it. And you're just going, oh, I just can't sing. Others are going singing songs like we sang this morning, and you're, you're just there, or just standing, or holding your hands, or just wondering. It happens. Psalms 137.2 tells us, as they went into captivity, it says, we hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. For there they that carried us away captive we required of us a song, and they wasted us with mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. And their answer was, How, sh how shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Look, wouldn't it be awesome if everything in your life went wrong and you could still stand? And sing praises to God. Though he slay me, yet will. Wouldn't it be awesome? Why are we so outward? As things go right, we sing like that. We sing wonderful praises of God. Did you come in and your car barely made it? You spent your last paycheck. You don't have another one. And we're like down and out. And we can't sing. That's exactly what these people. They hung their harps up. Instead of singing the praises of God just because who he is. But that's what we do as people. We fail. When my strength was all gone. That second verse says, by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yea, we wept and cried. No strength. All you could do was weep and cry. Maybe us men don't like to admit it, but I've been there. As men like to think we can handle stuff, that we're strong. That's not true. It's not true. There have been times in my life I have felt that I couldn't even pray anymore. Times that I have failed to believe. Just how can I do that, God, after all these years? How can I do that, God, even when I'm supposed to be a pastor, a preacher of your word? Well, we do. If we're honest with each other, we absolutely do. But even in the midst of that, the song says... Every word he has promised is true. Every word he has promised in here is true. Whether you have the stamina, the strength, the courage to believe it does not affect the truth of the word of God. He is faithful. He absolutely is faithful. The song also says, what I thought was impossible, I've seen my God do. What I thought. There's been some unbelievable things that I have gone to bed with my head going, oh man, no, this is it. This is the one. This is the iceberg. This is the torpedo. This is it. Oh my. And somehow still float. Situation has been worked out. I've seen God do the impossible. Maybe you're thinking, oh, this building and all. No, 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 no. The biggest impossible thing I've seen God do was save this guy. And keep him saved. It is absolutely amazing to me. I find my God faithful. And whatever you're going through, even through the doubts, even through the discouragements and the yeah, but gospel, yeah, but this and yeah, but that, and I've seen this and I heard that and all that stuff that goes on through the tears and the pain and the fear and the failure. My God's still faithful to me. He is. And the word tells me that he doesn't love me more than you. So that tells me if he's been like that to me, he's been like that to 
you. Not that he will be. He's been that. We just don't see real good sometimes. We just see our problems and our situations. Every once in a while, God pulls that stuff back, and you see how faithful he's been to you. Even when God was moving us into Ohio, I thought it was the worst day of my life. The worst day. And you'd say, well, why didn't you move? Well, I had to move. Well, what do you mean? You had I lived in PA, had four children and a wife, couldn't find work for over two years back in the early 80s. Someone offered me a job here. That sounds like I have. Did I want to? No. Did I hate it? Yes. But guess what? I've been here since 84, 26 years. I find my God. Faith. When we moved here, tripped over the Ohio State line, my wife ended up in the hospital for two or three weeks with kidney stone after kidney stone after kidney stone. Someone made a comment to me, brother, you're in the promised land. I almost wanted to, I wasn't feeling full of faith and power. I was full of rage and discouragement. I had little children. I'm sticking them in strange schools that they've never been in before without their mother around. But he was faithful. I'm telling you. You asked me at that time, at that moment, I'd probably have denied it. But I'm telling you, I find my God faithful. Every word he has promised is true. Absolutely true. What I thought was impossible. I've seen my God do. I have, I don't know where the surgeries are. I should have uh, 50 scars of all the hearts I've asked for, all the things I've needed cut out of my mind, cut out of my eye, cut out of my heart, and yet scars aren't there, but God has always been. I find him faith this morning. I'm going to give you opportunity to share in this song here in a little bit. Even at times, now I, w- I would like to say in these years, that have never what you and I would term backslidden. Never. Never. And I give that glory to God, but never. But I would also like to say, like the song said, when my heart looked away through doubt and disappointments. And I think it does. I think our hearts do sometimes look away. Remember he said to the one church, you've, you've left your first love. And when your heart looks away from your love, which is supposed to be the Lord, then you just, whether it's discouragement or disappointments, or else there's a part in the song that says, when I started to just live selfishly, selfishly, tired of this, I'm tired of that, now what about me? And I did that one time when I first moved here, at least one time, I mean I did it one time. When I first moved here, we were so downtrodden and so disappointed and so discouraged after 10 or 12 years of trying to serve God faithfully, and it appeared in Zane, you know, seriously. And I thought, that's fine. I'm, I'm going to school in Columbus, and I'm going to make the money. And that's what I did. I went off to school in, in, in Columbus, and, and it, was a, a, it was a real estate school. And I was going to go there and forget the call of God and forget the people of God and forget all this stuff. Just, we're just going to try to make some money. And going through all the real estate books is as if I was reading the Word of God. I mean, real estate books. We're teaching me the things of God. Now, I can't even explain, but I can't remember what they were. That was 26 years ago. Even the instructor, he's talking about real estate things and monies and this and that and what to do. And, and God is just constantly, even when I didn't want him to be faithful, even when I wanted him to leave me alone, I'm just going to go to real estate school and make money. I couldn't. He was faithful. Faithful to me. Just like when, what's the Bible say for if I run to there, his presence is there. If I go to the bottom of the sea, his presence is there. He cannot deny himself. 
He will be and is faithful to you no matter what you're going through. Luke 15 says this, And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living, selfishly, living selfishly. I'm tired of sacrificing. I'm tired of giving. I'm tired of worrying about this person and that person. We're just going to go and make some money. Give me what's mine. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in want. Now you think anybody that has made their bed should lie in it should be this guy. He had a loving father. He had an inheritance. The last I knew, you never get an inheritance until your father dies. Well, he went and asked for it. Give me what's mine now. Give it to me. And you think his father said, no, but he gave it to him. I don't know how much he gave to him, but he gave him a substantial amount. And he went and just wasted it on rides. Just wasted all his father's hard-earned money. or trying to save and keep something for his son. Wasted it. He spent all. There arose a mighty famine in the land and began to be in want. Living unto myself. Being selfish. Tired of caring. Wanting some me time. And he wasted it all. And this guy, like I, can still say, I still found him faithful, even in the midst of that, in that detour of going off into me land, selfish land. Luke 15, 20 says, And he arose, and he came to his father. And when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. I don't even, hardly can even understand this, that he wasted everything that his father had saved. Denied his father's care and protection, went out on his own. Came to a point in time in life, just like the song was talking about. In my moments of fear and tears and pains, I turned away. My, my heart wandered. And then I thought, maybe I should come back to my father. And as he turned to come back to his father, his father ran to him. That's what your heavenly father, this is a type of your heavenly father. He will remain faithful to you, no matter what. You've done, no matter where you're at. This guy ended up eating with the pigs, the Bible says. He was so down and out. Sometimes I think some of us fathers would say, yeah, good, that's what you deserve. It's the path you chose. No, he But when he rose up, came back to his father. His father was there, faith, faithful again, time after time. This morning, <clears throat> if you can find it in your heart to trust God, or maybe you can't. You can't even find it in your heart to trust God. If you just step out on faith in what I said and said, my life is such a wreck, such a mess. My mind is spinning. My finances are ruined. I don't know what kind of goal. I have no goals. My marriage is over. My kids are crazy. Whatever you're on. And just, I'm going to just step out and believe. That preacher saying he's been faithful to him. He'll be faithful to me. And you just step out and believe God. Just step out and believe God. Not a religion, not a denomination. Did you find the song, my? Let's stand. <clears throat> now here's our altar call. We're going to play this song, and I believe most of this song to most of you will be familiar. Familiar song. Done by Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir, done years ago. Years ago. Played it occasionally on Wednesday. Sweet song. See it on Facebook by a member of you because the song speaks to you. It's still anointed today, song. And the words you'll hear, some that I've shared with, the altar calls it, no matter where you're at, because I don't, I don't know where you are. The altar calls it, come to this altar, somewhere down here, and just stand.
stand. And as that song plays, you make that song, you say, God, I'm driving my stake in the ground right here. I'm believing, no matter where I am, that you will be faithful. Whether you're a young person that doesn't have a clue about what you're going to do in life, where you're going to live in life, you're going to make any money, you're going to have a job, is there going to be a United States in the world? You don't have a clue of God, who you're going to marry, what you're going to do. If you come up and just say, whatever, I don't know. I know that he'll be faithful to me. Faithful. Those of us who are supposed to be adults, we find these pits that we've dug in and we're trying to live, whether it's financial chaos, emotional chaos, family chaos, marriage chaos. If you could just stand back, no clue, all I know is he could be faithful. To those of us who are up in years, our senior saints, to be honest, you know times when this, and this one says, God, when that time comes, I don't know how it's going to come. It's where it's going to come. All I know is that, is you will be faithful to when that time. This altar is going to be like the arms and hands of God. You need to come up and place yourself and sing that song and trust it. And you will, those of you who want to start, just come find a place to stand. We'll get the song ready. And have someone been faithful. Take care. Your father that lost a child over 20 years, been faithful still. Him and his wife, faith has kept his mind, kept him sane, serving God. Your mother has a son, and you are faithful to take care of him. Even one of them knocked to his feet, worried about grandpa. God is faithful. Faithful. When the time comes when you become a widow, God is faithful. Becomes your husband, takes care, helps you to do things you never thought you could, brings people your way to help, take care, to love his faith. We can go on and on, we go down the line for everyone. Is there anybody here in this church this morning, never given your heart? I'm not talking about this church, I'm talking about God. I just can't put my life in the hands of God. I need you to raise your hand just like his seat. Provide on me with God. Because this is the answer.